What up, family? I am Mensa Baku, and I have a new podcast I would love to share with you. Omerta Black, a weekly show that caters to your craving for real, relatable, and challenging takes on issues and stories and news and culture, especially the culture. Join me each week to talk of eclectic, true and living topics that affect our lives every day. Tune in and discover a source of wonder where you will learn to think for yourself rather than be told what to think. And I make no apologies. Please subscribe to this podcast, Omerta Black, on Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. What's up, family? Mensa Baku. Welcome back to another edition, another episode of Mensa Makes Sense. Quickly, I want to get into something. I want to react to Kanye's latest comments on Drink Champs with Nori and DJ EFN. I've listened to the interview a few times and analyzed it and synthesized it. Saw what other folks had to say about it. Well, let me tell you what's really going on when you comb through the layers of coded rhetoric. You know, saying shit and getting away with it because nobody understands what you're saying anyway. First, I want to begin with an insightful lesson from Dr. Edwin Nichols. Something that you can use and should use. Dr. Nichols, the architect of the philosophical aspects of cultural differences, says that whenever something happens, especially in news or politics, There are two levels of activity happening simultaneously. There is a level of overt activity where everyone seems to be focused, you know, where everyone's looking in the same direction. This is what the agenda setters want you to be distracted by. It's the obvious. Then there is the level of the covert where the powers to be are actually doing their deeds. This is where they don't want you to look. So Dr. Edwin Nichols says that whenever something happens and you see everybody looking over here, like up here, right here, what you need to do is stop, turn around and look over there. Because that's where that's where that's where the activity is really going on. So while many are focused on the covert, the comments Ye made about George Floyd and the White Lives Matter, I want to shift attention to the covert. But first, let me let me let me talk about the white lives matter angle Kanye is taking. I think Kanye is actually taking a shot at the capitalist motives behind Black Lives Matter. I think Ye is saying if white folks can take Black Lives Matter and get rich off of it, then I'm going to get rich off white lives matter. I'm going to exploit it. I'm going to capitalize off of it the same way Jewish white folks have done on Black Lives Matter. So I don't think it has anything to do with anything other than money and exploitation. Now the covert. Kanye's comments on Jews. I can say that what he said about blacks being the first Jews is right. I'm Bamilike, right? I'm Mansabaku Akunlegba Haru Sarapatakufu Olorun of the Bamilike Kingdom of Cameroon. West Cameroon to be exact. In our history, it is said that we ascend from Issachar or Ishkar. The territory allocated to Ishkar stretched from the Jordan River in the east of Mount Carmel on the west 
near to the Mediterranean coast, including the fertile Israelion plain between present-day Lower Galilee and Samaria, Samaria. The tribe of Ishkar is particularly represented as one which consisted mostly of scholars, to which there is said to be an allusion or an indication in First Chronicles 12 and 32 for those who want to refer to their Bibles. According to Rava in the Tamul, the Hebrew Bible, there was not to be found a Jewish student that was not a descendant of either Levi or Ishkar. And that's in Yoma 26a. Thus, the Bamilike ascendants of the Balide are the children of Ishkar, son of Jacob, the father of the Israelites. The Bamilike are ascendants then of Jacob, the son of Abraham, the father of the Hebrews. The Bamilike are then the Hebrew Israelites. But nevertheless, that's neither here nor there, as the Bamilike adhere strongly to the reverence and worship of our ancestors. So our spiritual path is more so petitioning our ancestors for guidance through this physical realm. And I'll add this. In the ancient world where these religions originate, whites became Jews through conversion. Whites became Jewish people through converting to the Hebrew faith. The father of the Hebrew Abraham was, if he actually did live, a black man. A great source of information on this fact is Dr. Ben, whose works include We, the Black Jews, Witness to the White Jewish Race Myth, Volumes 1 and 2. He also wrote The Myth of Genesis and Exodus and the Exclusion of Their African Origins. And of course, Africa, Mother of Western Civilization. Let's move to Kanye on the subject of Jesus. He mentions that his children's school shows primarily books and pictures of Hanukkah and Kwanzaa during the holiday season. But, you know, he's in there like, where's the Christian stuff? Where's the stuff about Christmas and Jesus? He has obviously not researched the subject of Christmas. He couldn't have read the work work of Dr. Yosef Benyakinen or Walter Williams or Phil Valentine or William Mackey. And he glosses over Kwanzaa, which is a very celebration of black life and history. He as a black man should appreciate. Now, I want to get off something that is deeply covert. I don't own the rights to this clip or anything associated with it. But here's Jay on images of blacks, especially black men in the media. Take a listen. And by the way, we haven't escaped the Holocaust. We still in it. Plan B. Mm. Planned Parenthood. We are still in the Holocaust. Even the even the information put in our music, the right. toxicity put in our music mm-hmm. is nothing promoting the idea of a king taking care of a queen and then taking care of the future kings and the future queens. It's mm. just us talking about killing each other and Jewish people getting paid off of it. Now, Ye got off on how there are no images of black men as kings taking care of their families in the Jewish ran media. And I ask you. When was the last time you saw a representation of a functioning black family? We get dysfunctional representations all day. Tia Mowry and her husband, Corey, they're getting divorced. Will and Jada seeming downfall playing out in front of us from the entanglement to the Chris Rock crisis. I can keep going. Devin Franklin and Megan Good, what happened? Where are the black sitcoms of functional black families? 
nowhere. But we do have shows like Reasonable Doubt. It's cool. It's a real nice show. The family is beautiful, but the wife and husband are separated. The son has sided with the dad and pushes the mom away. The daughter is hopeful, but, you know, we know ignorance loves bliss. The husband, though separated and living in his own place, has cameras up at the wife's house spying on her. And she knows it. And what does she do? She has sex with other men while looking in the camera at her husband, who is, yes, watching from his house. Yep. Or the countless reality shows that I won't even get into today. So without, you know, without a doubt, Kanye is the closest we get to seeing inside what really goes on behind the scenes of Hollywood. What really goes on behind the scenes of the life of a celebrity. What is it really like to be rich and famous? Rather than wait for it to be included in a documentary or TV special, Kanye gives it to us live and in living color. And he makes a lot of sense. He has a healthy paranoia because I think that at a certain level of wealth, you do have to deal with different, you know, things. You do have to deal with a different set of issues that us down here in the thousands of dollars don't understand or even better yet, we don't even know exist. You know, we hear the conspiracy theories. We hear the stories of the Illuminati. We hear the stories of, you know, the powers to be and folks, you know, planting people in your life to get information on you so that they can use against you if you get out of line. I actually think those sorts of things do happen. I think there is a world that we down here don't know exist i i think there i think we've seen enough i think you have seen enough on television on social media i think you've seen enough people rise to stardom and then get cut all the way down to understand that there is something out here pulling strings and i can't lie i love the secrets kanye exposes the family business of the Kardashians, the fake images of rappers and celebrities and how people are planted in your life by other people to get information because ultimately information is power. I love the tidbit where Kanye says Nike is nowhere near Apple, but Nike is still mentioned like it's on, like it's on Apple's level because the powers to be know that black people love Nike so they can use Nike as a political tool when needed to sway and influence black people. Listen, Kanye is a well-publicized example of what episodic history does to you. You listen to Ye and a part of you is like, Ye crazy as hell. Or, Ye going off again on somebody. Or, what is he mad about now? But another part of you is like, Shit, he make a lot of sense to me. Well, that's because he's receiving his information in bits and pieces or what is called episodically. Which is to say the way black folks have always been given information in this society. Do me a favor, join me on Patreon where I have a lengthy discussion on African agency and holistic learning. Where I explain how holistic history getting the complete story behind the information 
is what we need instead of episodic history where we get crumbs and you never know the hows and the whys. But back to my point. Yay, okay. He will be all right because at least he's getting some type of information about who he is historically. And the search for that type of information will eventually lead him to before the beginning began, which is a way of saying it will lead him to the truth. But I do wonder how Ye would speak publicly if he got the knowledge of teachers like Kaba Kamine, Michael Bernard Beckwith, Baba Haru, Dr. John Henry Clark, James Small. It seemed like Ye getting bits and pieces of black history, but because he's still in the matrix of the industry, he's still heavily influenced by materialism. And so you listen to Ye and you get the spiritual side where you you some stuff that he says is resonating with you but he quickly switches back to the egoic driven materialistic side where you like all right all right he just lost me but being a gemini myself i will say that it does seem like gemini's are some of the most outspoken people you have yay you have prince you have pop you have left eye but let's not forget the jewels the gems that Ye dropped during this interview. You need to get out of the group thing. Going along with everything the majority thinks or says or does. This is also called the hive mind when the collective influences people to the point that no one thinks for him or herself. And you know my mantra, think for yourself rather than be told what to think. I think Kanye did a great job explaining this. I think Kanye was, was very impactful in sharing his thoughts on the group thing on the hive mind because the hive mind is dangerous that's how we get trump you get a collective going in the same direction at the same time influenced by the same thing to the point no one's thinking and all of a sudden you got a wave of folks convinced of something and everyone else is looking up like what the hell going on yay also tells us that the throne too is coming Almost 10 years later, but better late than never. He alludes to the fact that he may be running for president in 2024, but for legal reasons, he can't go into it too deeply. Still, he mentions it three or four times. So, you know, do with that what you will. Ye forgave the Jewish community for their historic habit of silencing voices or buying influential black voices so that if you speak out against anything that has Jewish backings, you're labeled anti-Semitic and people get disconnected from their truths by having that happen to them. And I agree with that. If you speak out against anything and it, and that thing is found to have some type of Jewish association you're automatic anti-Semitic. But people freely speak out against black folks or things that have African backing and no one's ever labeled anti-black. So we may want to explore that further down the line. Have black people lost the ability to play the race card? When do we get our race card taken from us? But Ye gave us one of the greatest affirmations. Ye said, I do ridiculously rich shit. Make that your affirmation in your efforts to accumulate wealth. Tell yourself throughout the day, I do ridiculously rich shit. Ask yourself, 
What do I want to do to make myself happy right now? So for all the crazy things that Ye said, if you listen carefully and if you don't look in the direction everyone else is trying to get you to look in, you will actually understand what's really going on. I don't tell you what you want to hear. I tell you what you need to hear. Thanks for listening. See you next time. What's happening, y'all? Mansa Baku here. Real quick. Patreon.com backslash Mansa Baku. That's Patreon.com backslash M-A-N-S-A-B-A-K-H-U. That's where you can get exclusive content from me, long form lessons and lectures, things that we really dive into, things that blow your mind, things that open your first eye. IG, Facebook at Mansabaku, Vero, that's V E R O dot C O backslash Mansabaku. Steel Dog Boot Camp, catch it on YouTube every Monday at 1245. Oh, Murder Black, the podcast, that's for your mind and your soul. Your physical, your body, that's Steel Dog Boot Camp. Again, Mondays, 1245, YouTube. Like, share, subscribe.